Hi, everyone. It's Waylon. This is the second episode in our two-parter about Worksman Cycles, so you should go back and listen to the previous episode if you haven't already. It's about how Worksman found its niche making industrial cycles and kept its manufacturing in the U.S. even as the rest of the American cycle industry moved overseas. And now, here's the second part. Worksman Cycles was founded in 1898 in New York. Its first factory stood where the original World Trade Center would later be built. The company's industrial tricycles and bicycles are used in factories worldwide, but they're also a constant presence on New York City streets as delivery vehicles. The vending division at Worksman invented the stainless steel hot dog cart. It doesn't get much more New York than that. Wayne Sosin, the company's president, grew up in Queens. But in 2015, Worksman decided to migrate south. So how does a company that's been in New York City for 118 years end up in Conway, South Carolina? Now that's a good question. Welcome to The Distance, a podcast about long-running businesses. I'm Waylon Wong. On today's show, how Worksman Cycles' desire to stay and grow in America meant leaving the only city it's ever known. The Distance is a production of Basecamp. I'm Janice, a customer support rep at Basecamp. Basecamp is the better way to run your business. It's an app for communicating with people and organizing projects and work. If you're feeling overwhelmed by email, chat, and meetings, give Basecamp a try. Sign up for a 30-day free trial at basecamp.com slash the distance. We're in the company's factory in Ozone Park, Queens. It's a century-old building that once made hats and later birthday candles. Worksman has been there since 1979. At the time I visited, in late March, they were still making some wheels at this factory while they gradually shifted those operations to South Carolina. Here's Bruce Weinreb, who handles sales and marketing at Worksman. We're making bikes in such a traditional way that if you walked into this building in 1979 or if it was a bicycle factory in 1940, it would have been very much exactly how we're doing it today. So you can see we're lacing wheels by hand. Truing is when you make a wheel so it doesn't wobble side to side. And every one of our wheels gets trued by hand. We're talking many, many, many thousands of wheels every year. At the new factory in Conway, South Carolina, the work of making wheels and balancing them is done largely on modern equipment. The first machine places the spoke into the rim so that the nipple of the spoke gets tightened onto the rim to a certain tolerance, such a good tolerance, that it can go through this robot over here, and this robot will do the balancing of the wheel robotically. So if you watch... You see the wheel is being measured right now for its trueness. Once we have the automated system working, it's probably about 40% more efficient, which is a huge amount. I don't have to tell you that. But we make so many unusual wheels, and we do a lot of small runs, that sometimes resetting up a machine to run 20 wheels, it doesn't pay, that the setup time is so lengthy that by the time you set it up, you could have done it by hand. So we're doing a combination of old and new. 
It's not like Wayne just decided one day to go shopping for a more modern manufacturing facility and decided on Conway. The story of why work's been left New York actually starts in Dallas, Texas in 2010. Wayne was in town for the red carpet launch of that year's Neiman Marcus Christmas book, the department store's annual catalog of over-the-top, outrageously expensive holiday gifts. Worksman had a $4,500 adult tricycle in the catalog that year, featuring fabric by fashion designer Tori Birch. While Wayne was in Dallas, he called aerospace company Lockheed Martin, one of his customers, and asked if he could visit their facility. They put me on the back of a golf cart, not a tricycle, but the back of a golf cart, and they gave me an official tour that took an hour and a half, and they were showing me amazing things, the most modern factory I'd ever been in in my life. And the day I was there, the Kuwaiti Air Force was being trained in flying F-16s, and I was outside watching them do touch-and-goes, and it was amazing. So you go through this incredibly ultra-modern robotic plant, and we saw our tricycles all over the place. And when I'm done, a naval official is waiting for me, and he says, are you Mr. Sosen? How'd you like the tour? I said, well, to be honest with you, I wasn't expecting this kind of VIP treatment. I, I can't thank you enough. He goes, well, do you want to know why we gave you that VIP tour, as you call it? We couldn't run this plant as well as we do without Worksman Tricycles. And that reinvigorated me so, because over the years, we've always been told, oh, you know, your technology, it's so old-fashioned. It's, you know, who's going to use this? There's all sorts of modern things. Segway came out. Oh, they're going to, you know, cook your clock, and, and, and you're, you're not going to have tricycles anymore. And then I have the most modern facility at the time in the country telling me, they can't run the plant without Worksman Tricycles. It just got me so motivated. And that's one of the reasons that we knew we had to take the next step to grow the company. By then, 2010, Worksman was coming out of the recession and seeing business pick up again. Wayne felt like the company was bumping up against its production capacity and other constraints in New York. Taxes are high. Getting trucks in and out of our facility was never easy. And we said, well, maybe we should be looking at something else one day. But that's a very big decision to make. Well, at the same time, or shortly thereafter, New York City announced that they were looking for a company to run their bike share program. We said, bingo, this, this, is, this is it. Worksmen had already supplied the cycles for bike sharing programs in cities like Tulsa, Oklahoma, as well as on college campuses. Bikeshare was a good fit for Worksman because it makes industrial-strength cycles. One of their bicycles can hold up to 500 pounds. Wayne sells bikes to overweight riders who need something stronger than what other companies make. And upgraded tires on Worksman tricycles can roll over metal debris on factory floors without popping. We make heavy-duty bikes, and that's what Bikeshare is all about. New York City at the time said they were looking to deploy 50,000 bicycles within six years, which would just be an incredible growth opportunity for our company, and we really wanted in in the worst way. We went ahead and put the proposal together, and immediately, within three weeks, got a letter of rejection, which we did not deserve. But it was a huge, huge turnoff to us. The city we'd been in for 114 years at the time really shunned us. We weren't shy about telling the press it didn't happen and that we were treated pretty disrespectfully in our opinion. And I came out with a quote, something to the effect of, well, I guess New York City doesn't appreciate our 60 manufacturing jobs. Maybe one day they'll lose them. It was sort of just an idle 
rant, if you will, but it was from the heart. I was, we were really hurt by this. So anyway, we started getting contacted by some states saying, gee, we heard you're not so happy in New York. We'd love to have Worksman Cycles in Virginia, in Tennessee, in Kentucky. If you could bring jobs to a state, they would do a lot of things to help you to make that happen. Well, we became very open-minded at this point. We looked within New York City, there was, real estate was unavailable or unaffordable, I should say. Then you start looking at real estate that's one-tenth the price in these states. In fact, the state of Kentucky literally offered us a building for one dollar. If we employed X amount of people, we could lease the building for a dollar a year and buy it for a dollar at the end. regional economic development called one day and said gee we we'd love to meet with you guys we think it's a great place to manufacture product and I'd been to Myrtle Beach so many times on golf trips and vacations and I just didn't see that as being a place that had a manufacturing base but I was certainly open-minded South Carolina is about 15 miles northwest of Myrtle Beach in the same county. And if Wayne thought he had gotten the VIP treatment at the Lockheed Martin plant in Dallas back in 2010, he really got courted in Myrtle Beach. There was a technical college in the area, and local officials said they would help train welders and machinists for worksmen. They offered tax incentives, and real estate costs were a fraction of what they were in New York. Wayne found a building in Conway that used to be a tobacco drying warehouse and a printing facility for a t-shirt company. It had a concrete floor and high ceilings and the right amount of square footage. And all the city officials for this little company, Worksman Cycles, came to visit me and wanted to meet with me and invited me to see their operations. And it was the warmest feeling that you ever got of people who really wanted you to come, even though, to be honest, we're a small company. We only promised 40-some-odd jobs, and that they made me feel like we were General Motors trying to come down here. That's how they treated us. When we were able to locate this building, everything else fell into place. Hey, if it means moving out of New York to lower some of your real estate costs and get some tax incentives, you do what you need to do to keep the company going on the right path. The Worksman factory in New York is just under 100,000 square feet, but that's split into three stories with the kind of odd corners and columns that come with a 100-year-old building. In Conway, the building is just one story. Our analysis is you get about 20% more space out of the one-story building, and you save a lot of time in material movement. We spent an awful lot of time moving things in elevators, and it's, it's very wasteful. Uh, especially when you're dealing with steel, which is very heavy. So always the logistics of doing the uh, manufacturing, a three-story building, was challenging, to say the least. For all the years I've been in the business, we've had a three-story building, and we're telling companies around the world, you should use our tricycles to get around. It's more efficient than walking. Well, in a three-story building, it's not really practical to ride a tricycle, as you can imagine. But here we use them constantly. We have five tricycles assigned to different people who have mobile tasks. There are worksman tricycles for the first time in our own factory. We used to tell companies, if your building's about 200,000 square feet, you really need a tricycle. If it's a million square feet, you need lots of tricycles. But we never realized that in a 100,000 square foot building, you could really use a tricycle in a much smaller space than we ever 
really had marketed as such. Because like I said, the five tricycles we have here, we use constantly. When we tell companies now that they should use trikes, we could say it firsthand. In Conway, Worksman had the ability to design a factory that would address the shortcomings of the New York space and give the company room to grow. In New York, Worksman made its cycles to order because it had neither excess production capacity nor space to put them. In Conway, the company can actually build up an inventory of finished cycles. And the manufacturing processes got an update with robotic welding equipment and a new powder coat system for painting the cycles. Many of the workers are also new. We're up and running for less than a year, well under a year as far as what you're seeing now. We're probably at this capacity only for about three months, the capacity you're seeing now. And virtually everybody here is new. We've had to train an entire staff who had never worked in a bicycle factory before, because let's face it, there are no bicycle factories in the U.S., so we had to train everybody from wheel builders to powder coaters, but it's been great because in a way everybody who came here started out let's see what you can do and now the person running our powder coat system was the person we first hired to unload trucks and he's doing a marvelous job at that the young man who's running our wheel building equipment we got him at a vocational school didn't know that he'd have this skill level we just thought he'd be somebody putting tires onto bicycles and he's doing a wonderful job of working our most complicated machine a really eclectic, interesting mix of people, uh, men and women from all over the country. And not everybody's Southern, but the ones that are have taught me that the plural of y'all is all y'all. And they've taught me that a piece down the road is a lot further than you might think. They've taught me where yonder is. It's somewhere over there. So we have the Southern influence, but it's actually interesting because I would not say that it's a very southern-oriented overall staff. It's probably 50-50. Worksman gave all of its employees in New York the opportunity to relocate to South Carolina. Several workers did move to Myrtle Beach, although fewer than Wayne hoped. Other Worksman employees found jobs elsewhere or will be leaving as New York cycle manufacturing operations wind down over the next year. Still others are reassigned to Worksman's vending division, the part of the business that makes stainless steel hot dog carts and outfits food trucks with professional kitchens. That division will stay in the old building in Queens. But most of the facility will be emptied out, and Wayne didn't just want to leave an abandoned shell. We had an opportunity to sell off the building, and most of the interest we got was from self-storage buildings, and they offered a lot of money to buy the building. And when I realized that in a building our size, they would employ approximately five people, it was a huge turnoff to me. And I didn't want to be a hypocrite. We didn't want to be hypocrites. Wayne found a company that divides old factory buildings into small spaces and rents them to makers of physical stuff. You have to produce something or you cannot rent from them. I went to visit one of their facilities. It was so cool. You see everything from furniture makers to artists, to small welding operations, but every one of these small, let's say 1,000, 2,000 square foot facilities was making something. And I said, okay, that's pretty cool. So actually in our building, there's going to be more people employed there than we ever employed there. And all of the people employed there are making something. Worksman Cycles depends on people making things. A small welding operation in 2,000 square feet isn't a customer for a Worksman Tricycle, but maybe one day it'll be a big welding operation in a 200,000 square foot factory. My son went to Lehigh University in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Now, the last time I'd been to Bethlehem, 
was probably 15 years earlier when it was the most vibrant steel plant in the country. It was a city within a city, and they must have had 200 worksman cycles deployed in the facility in Bethlehem. And I remember going there. It was just such a cool place to see molten steel, and it was cool. Well, I went back with my son 15 years later to look at the school, and I passed this rusted out nothing. I, I mean, I even telling you now, I get tearful because it was so sobering to see that. You could drive for miles by the old Bethlehem steel plant, and it's nothing. It was zero. It was rusted out structures. Not a person there. It was horrible. Tumbleweed practically growing. If they had tumbleweed in Pennsylvania, that's what it would look like. It was heartbreaking to me. Well, that's a customer we're never getting back. Never. You know, it was replaced by a casino and a hotel. It's not the same. There were 40,000 people at one point who worked in Bethlehem at Bethlehem Steel. And all the supporting companies that supported them, all the suppliers, the ripple effect that we're talking about. We were just a tiny little cog in that. But you know what? That was a good customer for us. We'll never get it back. If there's no manufacturing, yeah, we'll find other places to sell our tricycles or bicycles for bike share. We'll reach out to consumers, which we hope to become a much bigger part of our business. But the backbone of our business is American manufacturing. And if they're not manufacturing, we're not selling bikes. Worksman's role as both a manufacturer and a supplier to manufacturers gives it a unique vantage point on the state of American industry. Like other factories, Worksman will be relying more on automation in years to come. That means fewer humans in the plant, and Worksman needs people riding its cycles. These dynamics are constantly in play, and Wayne watches them carefully. We have to see American factories successful. And if that takes more robotics, well, so be it. I and mean, robots can't ride tricycles, but at least there are other people that are working in the plant. So, yeah, I don't think a lot of jobs are ever coming back. I'm realistic enough to know that, but I'd rather take half a pie than, than none of the pie. The story of Worksman is about staying and leaving. It's worked hard to stay in the U.S., even when doing so didn't seem to make economic sense but it had to move away from its hometown to make a long-term bet in a new American city. It turns out it is possible to leave New York, even if you're a century-old company or a guy from Queens who never imagined himself living in the South. It's just a whole different feeling that there's a support system behind you. It's really more than the incentives, was the real estate cost and the cost of living being so reasonable, a nice facility to have and a pleasant place to live. So it all sort of fell into place. So it was never really the written plan to end up in Conway, South Carolina, but I have to tell you, through that whole series of events, I couldn't be happier with where we ended up. In the last two years, I've traveled back and forth to New York 42 times. I wake up in the morning very often, have to open my eyes and remember, am I in South Carolina or New York? But other than that, it's, it's pretty cool. The Distance is produced by Sean Hildner and me, Waylon Wong. Our illustrations are by Nate Otto. You can find us all over the internet. We are on Twitter. Actually, we're not all over the internet. That's not true, because we're like only on Twitter, and we have a website. You can find us on Twitter at DistanceMag. That's at DistanceMag. And you can also subscribe to our podcast via Apple Podcasts or on Google Play Music or wherever you get your podcasts. What else am I missing? We're a production of Basecamp. Oh, yeah, we are a production of Basecamp. 
The Distance is a production of Basecamp, the app for helping small business owners stay in control of projects and reduce email clutter. Try Basecamp free for 30 days at basecamp.com/slash/the-distance. Was that a little too shaggy? <laughs>